Welcome to the Provise Project. Today on the potty, I've got Franz Liwaana, aka Franz Louis, uh, a content creating genius that's on all your socials. You'd, you'd, you'd probably have seen his work before. Um, we have a great con conversation around content and just his, his outset on life. It's an amazing conversation, and I'm glad you guys get to share it like I got to share it with him. Hey, um, if you want to help help me out, I need all the help I can get. We're nearly at 50, Fano. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the Provise Project. Get over there. Love it. Let's go. Kia ora, everybody. Today on the podcast, I've got oh, the legend, the, the, the absolute <laughs> oh, content genius, the creator uh. of creation of the content, uh, my good friend Franz, a.k.a. the Potirua Panther, What's <laughs> the the Potirua Panthers in the building? Franz, brother, how are you, my G? Good man. That, that was an intro. That was an intro. Thanks for throwing in Potirua, yo. Yo, I know. Man. Like Potirua is a big part of your story, eh? Uh, I'd say it is, man. I feel like as a place where I can like say I'm from, I'd say Potirua is probably the place that I'd associate myself with and kind of call home. So it is, man. It is a big part. A big, big shock to the system when I first got there, but <laughs> it is a big part of, of my life, man. So, so yeah. to, um, to hit back for people that do not know you, bro, I know that you have a lot of different hats, bro. You know, you have a lot, you you have a lot, you're, you're a jack of a many, many trades. Jack okay. of all trades, but a master of none, man. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. Like you're up there, bro. But so yeah. for those that do not know you, bro, um, who, I don't know what they've been doing for the last two years. <laughs> uh, who are you, my bro? Oh, man. Uh, I feel like if we're talking about career rise and like what I'm doing right now, I'd say um, I'm in that video space or like creative space content creative space as well um but yeah i i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't try to put names out there to try to compare myself to, to try to make it relevant for people but i'd say yeah like i feel like what i do now is more around the inspirational pieces the creative pieces that you see on social media um trying to get my feet into like the commercial world and doing that commercial type of work um but i haven't been doing this for long man i feel like as a 30 32 year old um this has only been what three years of my life doing doing this particular work um before that i was a fuck hate saying it I was, I was an accountant before that uh for for many years um and an aspired rugby player like most other foot, um, islanders but uh right now i kind of you know label myself now as uh franz the the creator you know the creative um that that's kind of the, the title i've taken on and the sort of character i've taken on um in this sort of day and age so yeah I think just the word cr like creative, like mm. it can mean a lot of different things. But if there was one, if there was a few people that I would label a creative person, it would, you'd be one of them, bro, easily. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. You know, a lot of people will say, "Yeah, I'm, uh, I love. I've got a lot of creativity," but it's around getting it from your brain to a, an an art form that you have done, and a lot of people do that. I know, but it's really cool to see that. You know what I I admire the most about you is that you kind of take what you love, and and I and yeah you love you know the cameras and stuff like that but things you love like anime and things yeah. that, that really mean a lot to you or who you are as a person, and you put it into an art form and that's that's admirable bro. I, I really oh, think that's thanks cool. man, appreciate that. It's it's always like it's always like a a different feeling when you be, when you're able to do that. I think one of them is being able to do it. Uh, I've always wanted to do anime stuff, but I've never been able to do it. But it has taken a few sort of like 
you know, years to try to get like a, a grip on how it works and how it looks and how to put it onto like onto screen and on paper. Uh, I think just last week I uh, attempted to do like a little anime drawing and I was like, yo, yo, okay. I, I like this. this. That's a cool little skill to pick up now. So, but yeah, man, being able to do that, it's kind of refreshing, man. You know, it's a really cool, cool feeling when you pick up a new skill, learn something different. And especially like it does play a big part of like your everyday life. So anime for life, man, let's go. <laughs> well, let's rewind it back a little bit, bro. Let's go all the way back to Miss um, Devoy. Mr. Devoy, uh, year four, Louis, Louis, uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, school brother in Samoa, G. What did you, what, what was the best thing about growing up in Samoa, my, my brother? How did you even know who Mr. Devoy was? I know. Bro, bro, I, come on, brother. You know, you, you've stepped into the lines then. Oh, bro. Okay. What the fuck? This, yo, year four. So I left Australia and moved in to like, Samoa and I started for the school called Peace Chapel um, and then you know I think mom and dad financially was able to uh, to give me a little bit of a better education so not saying Peace Chapel wasn't but they gave me like an opportunity to go to Robert Louis and Robert Louis was a private school there so um, when I first went into year four like like just to give an idea of like schooling in Samoa man like that shit's hard like yeah you're doing exams in year four bro I came from Australia where you, you don't do exams you don't and you get you get ranked once you're in the class. You get ranked. You get ranked. Uh, you know, from one to seventy. Yeah, after after you do your exams, I came sick in the last man. Like I've never done exams before, and I came sick in the last, and I was just like struggling at that point. And I think I uh, got a few hidings at that point, and then came back. You know, the next however many years, really strong. Um, you know, learning how to do exams and stuff for like that. But Robert Louis is also a big part of my life too. Um, I still know a lot of those people that you know that uh, from robert louis um but uh tough times though tough times in robert louis my first week in robert louis i always remember that um i got bullied on my first week in robert louis i got handcuffed to the freaking cage on the other side of a of a rugby field and wow. after after like lunchtime and fuck, i was just like what the fuck is going on here and this wasn't even like the poly school of all poly schools this was just a private school and handcuffed was like probably the nicest thing you can get in Samoa. like <laughs> for getting so bullied like, so did you do year one two three nah man I, yeah i did yeah and i did fiji i did kindergarten there for like three years i, I was raised in fiji um like i was born in new zealand for like a month and then we we lived in fiji like six years after that but i did yeah yeah year one two and year three uh in australia and then we moved to, to samoa and i did year four there right till year eight i think it was so so that one two three was in canberra yeah canberra man canberra like four different schools can't remember the names of them like i remember Hughes primary and uh ah oh, geez names just slipped my mind but yeah man canberra was retirement village there <laughs> spent four years of well, three years of my life uh, three and a bit years of my life there and being an aussie um with a terrible fijian accent so <laughs> wow. it was good yeah you've been like again because you know like watch like researching you and doing everything that i had to i was like damn bro you've been everywhere because like, <laughs> then you went back to aussie right yeah after like my universities uh here like as soon as i finished just before 21 i'm like I'm out. I just want to go try to play some footy. So I'm just going to go back to Sydney um, and just live there for a bit and, you know, try to enjoy life there. But then came back to New Zealand. So, <laughs> wow. and, and so like the culture shock from going from Samoa, how long did you school in, in Samoa for? 
Four years? I'd say four years. Yeah. You're 40, you're eight. So. Okay. Um, and then you came back to New Zealand yeah, from there? You're 40, you're nine. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Then I, wow. I came here. I actually didn't come here to like do school. I came here to visit my mom. My mom was like, you know, she was in hospital and she was like getting surgery done. And I stayed here for my school holidays. And then I was like, I don't want to go back to Samoa. I want to want to just stay with you a little bit longer. So my mom's like, yeah, all good. Yeah, stay here, but you still got to go to school. I was like, ah, oh, damn. So they sent me to Porirua College. I was literally like 30 meters down the road. I was literally there, walked out the door and I'm at Porirua College. That's, that's, that's how close I was to, to that school. So I was sent there and um, it was, it was good. That was, that was, that would have been because I mean, so did you do year nine to year 13 at Porirua College? I did. I, I was put in year nine. I was put in year nine um, and I was put in the lowest class in year nine because I was straight from the islands. I'm <laughs> not even joking. I, I got put in the lowest class. And then I think after a week, the teachers decided to make me sit in a, an English test, literature test and maths and stuff like that. And then from that point on, they put me in year 10 <laughs> straight after that week. And then, yeah, skipped year nine. I think it was also an age thing. I'm not too sure if it was an age thing. Yeah, I don't know. But um, I, I got put up in another year, so I skipped year nine. I so came like- here. The education system in Samoa must be really good, bro. Like, so did I, you, yeah, because I'm, I, I don't know much about it, but I'm like, damn, like, because you went from year nine to well, year 10 and you skipped it, but then to year 13 and you did amazingly well at school. I'd, I'd say, man, that I hands down, like, the reason why Samoa's education system so much suffers because you, you kind of, it goes like this, man, at the end of like, everything there is one smartest person in the whole entire country <laughs> there's one year 13 they call it i don't know if they still do it. it's called university Prep- preparatory year upy and like they, they finished that one year with like all the smartest students <laughs> in samoa and you know you graduate from that thing as this you know the top four brainiest kids in, in the whole of samoa and it's like even after year eight you don't get to sometimes pick your college you um you have to sit an exam in year eight and you get kind of like you go you go here you go here it's crazy, man. So it's always like a, a sort of a tough system. But I was lucky enough in Robert Louis, we had our year one to year eight. They had their own sort of, you know, um, system as well. So so I stayed in that whole like year year four to year eight and going into their college in Robert Louis. But they had the same curricula as well. But and but those guys, man, they're like they they sit Cambridge tests like and you know, so I set Cambridge tests from me like yeah. You're seven and you're eight and you're nine, like chemistry, physics, like and it was, it, it's nuts, man. Like and then you come to New Zealand and I don't know, if, I don't know if it's because I went to Porto College or, or the opportunities were different there, but I guess the what everyone's goal was different and Samoa, everyone's like, ah, you want to be the smartest kid, you know, you aim to be really smart, you really want to be smart. You come to New Zealand, like the whole perception of what you want to do in life is like. Everyone wants to be a, uh, an athlete, you know. Like when I'm in college and put a college, like, like no one wants to do schoolwork, like no one wants to do, oh. like, into their homework. And like it was different, man. It was totally different. That would have been a just, massive shock to the system. Yeah, I think it was. I think even just like culture-wise too, um, and like society-wise, it was it was different. Where I went to like more of what, what people call Palangi School, Robert Louis, and then coming to Porto College, um, that was a culture shock. I don't know what it was, but my first day, I. I felt like shitting my pants and wrote and put a college bro. I walked up on the stairs and I just remember it. I walked on by myself and like trying to find the office. And the first thing I saw were these like kids smoking. 
And like, that was like, I was like, whoa, what the, like, I associated that stuff in like in Samoa with like gangster shit, you know, and like you're rebellious and dangerous and violent. And I was like, I immediately just like shit myself walking to like the, <laughs> the school reception. And I was like, yo, I'm dead. I'm dying on my first day of school. Yeah, that <laughs> like, honest, that's honestly crazy. Like, um, even like the language, because with uh, Robert Louis being a, a Palani school, yeah. you still get, you'd be learning two languages, correct? Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Like predominantly, we spoke English in the school, and um, uh, we did learn Samoan, but I'd I'd say that there wasn't a massive emphasis on it, you know. But it was a, it was very normal to like speak Samoan every day as well. But not everyone could uh, in school as well. So um, I felt like more people in Porto College spoke <laughs> more poly language than I wasn't, you know, than they did when I was was in Samoa. That's crazy enough. Yeah. And then you then you moved on to um go, what made you want to go and do a bachelor of commerce? <laughs> That's hilarious. Bro, I finished college, bro, and I wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I wanted to be a lawyer. So I, I got a scholarship, you know, to do I got a few scholarships, to be honest. And one I I could have taken like without having a big big hit or anything, I could have taken any path I wanted to, bro. I, I was an art student too. And I stopped that in year 11 because, you know, conversations with my old man about what I needed to you know, to do or decisions I need to make. I could have done science. So it was obvious I wanted to do science. You know, if I if I if there's anything I should have done and I was good at and I could have stuck at, it should have been science. I should have stuck with physics and just gone ahead with that and and done it. Uh, but then we were, I reassessed my career and I, uh, you know, I decided I'll do law. And then I started working in a law firm from year 12, year 13 onwards. And then, you know, after being immersed in that environment, I told the scholarship that I actually didn't want to do law anymore. You know, it wasn't, I didn't think I can, you know, I, I want to do it. So before I went into university, I kind of reassessed what, what everything, you know, in every, every company that you work in or sort of every job that you do, what's one thing that everyone needs? And I was like, an accountant. <laughs> so I was like, I, I looked at him. Yeah. I realized that all my other mates were doing accounting. So I was like, I'm just going to go do accounting. So switched over, ended up doing accounting and that was that. Sacked it in the first semester because I didn't know anything about it. I failed like two papers. Like, I had no idea what accounting was. Like, and then, but then I, yeah, kind of just kind of picked my way up and then continued. Yeah, because that time in everybody's life, you know, that 17, 18, 19, 20 year olds, bro, like, honestly, sometimes they just, like, you just don't know what you want to do. And then just following what the bros are doing or following what oh, I just go because I get to hang out with such and such. It's a regular thing. Like I did it. My, That's yeah, crazy, my man. It. It's crazy, right? Like even though like you're 10, like before you go to your NCA level one, two and three, you're expected to know what you want to do, what subjects you want to pick and be like, yeah, you need to be ready. Like, I know you haven't worked yet. I know you haven't done a single job in your life. You probably worked at McDonald's, but you need to know what career you want to do. This is why I think dudes like you are important to society, bro. Because, and, you know, I'm not trying to just say that, but people will look at you and go, I can do that job. Like, I I like what he does. I reckon I could do that job. And there's pathways around learning around photography Mm. and videography. See, like, you could look, like, and, and here's me getting on my soapbox again. But there's a lot of people that are quite well known for not really having a lot of talent. <laughs> like, you know, like, they don't really, they're just like either pretty or muscly or, you know, like that's what they do. 
and a, and people like you, not saying that you're not pretty or muscly, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that people can look at you and go, like, if I wanted to be in the same realm as you, I need to learn After Effects and and video editing on Premiere and and all these certain things, and they could go and do that. They can go and mm. find a course. They can do stuff at school. They can find a way to do that. And it's part of their passion and part of their creativity can turn into a job. But, I mean, yeah, there's no lawyer that I'm like, you know what? I want to grow up to be like a lawyer, <clears throat> like that lawyer guy, like, you know? So, bro, yeah. You, yeah, that's why I reckon it's really, you're really in yeah. art, bro. Ah, thanks. Appreciate that, man. Honestly, thank you. Like, I honestly, like, I... I like the people that you let me, I, I don't want to down, like I'd never downplay anyone. At the end of the day, you come out of college, your whole point is to earn money, right? Mm. I don't care how you do it, like just earn money. Like that's how it all started, like trying to place this job above that job. And, you know, like just do something, man. You know what I mean? Like if you look pretty and you get money, shit, like fuck, yeah, good I'm, on hold you. Hold on, hold You just flipped that on me, Francis. No, 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 I just, no, I no, just. No, 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 no. If that's how we're playing this game, then okay, we'll play the game like no, that. You're supposed no, I to you were trying to dig an answer out of me. I'm like, I, I don't I know, like, man, that's. That's incredible. Like if you're if you're muscling there, like obviously I wish I was muscly too. That fucking takes an effort to do. But shit, like this day and age now, man, like if you're Bella Porch nodding your head and now you like, right. you know, <laughs> what the slit. But like I you like imagine for every hundred kids, mm. you know, there is maybe one or two that are that have those attributes. So 99 yeah. of them you know uh, you know you could be that one percent that is like yeah. oh wow he's a very attractive man yeah or you could be the 99 that are like listen or you could be both like you brother yeah. oh <laughs> but you know like there, there's no pathway for that that's what i was trying to say is that yeah there's no yeah pathway. yeah like you I could be the, I, bro, I remember going to school with like dudes that were hella like could could be models and stuff like that right mm. and then i'm like bro like this guy must get all the girls and then but now like they didn't really use it or there's no social media back then, but like there was no pathway to making that, making money out of something like that. Yeah. Whereas videography, there's heaps. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's a competitive space though. If it's yeah. in the digital world, like everyone's spitting it, but there's room for everyone. You know what I mean? I, a lot of it comes down to chance sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like TikTok's in that space too, where it's like, you create something cool, but all it takes is just for that one person or the right one person to see it, you know, and then it'll just poof, just take off. But from that point on, the pathway is to work 10 times harder to make sure you can keep spitting out, you know. That's why I love Terrell and shit like that, like forever just spitting out stuff and just like constantly always on the money. Justin Norms too, bro. Man, we need to talk about that guy too, but fuck. Yeah, I'm sick of talking about that guy. To I love talking about that guy. You know, if I could, if I Listen, could like yeah. every guest, because I'm associated with him. Yeah, every guest I I, I get on are like, bro, you know who's the man for Justin Owens? And I'm always like, stuff that guy. Okay. Stuff. Oh, bro. I don't know what what's everyone saying. Why why is everyone saying he's the man? Like, he's a creative. I, he's a nah. To be honest, bro, he's he's another level compared to like he is. Bro, he's a genius. I know. Like he is. I, 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 for me, I gave him props once and I was like, man, if I, if I could ever see Mad TV back on again, <laughs> like, and like Key and Peele shit, I'm like, this guy is like on that level for me. Like, it's just real quick with it. And I was just like, yo, like, I need to see this guy's own show. I've missed that stuff, you know? So, but you know what, though? 
I don't think I don't think in today's day and age, like TV and stuff are ready for th- something like that. Mad TV days and and oh. you know, all those skit shows, yeah. bro, you could say whatever you want. That stuff would yeah. be hilarious. But mm. on TV, there's so many people, and you know, bro. I mean, by doing yeah, the job it's crazy. <clears throat> I feel like um where he is now is a better space than TV. It's just like instead of him going out to other people, I feel like other people need to come into him. You know, I, mean, I feel like everyone needs to join his space. I feel like everyone needs to give him the production crew for his own channel and his own page to keep spinning out shit, you know? So, but I, I don't know. Like I, he can probably tell himself that that shit takes a lot of energy as well. But, yeah. um, and well, I mean, when, he's we, did the shack, when mm. we did the shack, we were like, I was, I said to him, bro, let's just do something and see mm. like if we can get it. Like it was, it was a pilot originally. Mm. And we're like, let's just get this out and just see if somebody will pick it up. Yeah. And uh, we got some interest, but it was always around, oh, guys, I don't think you guys will be able to say this. Like, we'd give, like, the script and stuff. Oh, I don't think you can't really – is there another way you could say this without saying this word? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, you know, and there, there is a lot of um, there's a lot of push and pull with it. And, mm. yeah, we were just like, ah, let's just put it out, stuff it. Yeah. And that, that's what happened. Yeah. It's good, man. And, and that's part of it, man. Like, I always think, like, if you're going to let – a brand or money stop you from being fully expressive to start off with, then man, don't, don't, don't let that stop you, man. Like, I feel like what you guys are doing with Shaq, just, just keep going at it, man. I feel like that if that the rawness will die the moment you bring, you know, money on, although money on money is what will help you continue it. But it's just finding that right person that will invest a, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. And I think like Terrell, uh, Terrell's a perfect example of somebody that just stuck with it and people came, people would come to him, you know, mm. like brands will come to him because, you know, he can, he brings the goods, but he, he mm. stuck with it. And he's another one too, like talking around like the pathway that you've yeah. kind of opened for some of these young people. Mm. And he's the same too. Like a lot of people think, oh, making funny videos, oh, sh-. That, but he's made it into a, into a business, I suppose. But yeah. also, like, he still has fun with it. Yeah, and that's it. I feel like in, in, in the videos, yeah, 100%. In the video space, it's hard to be your own creative, run your own thing, become your own idea, ideas, film your own thing. Like, that. his pathway to that has been just all self-learning and just, like, consistency. That's what I love about Terrell and Johnny. And they've been in the game for ages. Like, I think I spoke with Johnny once, and, like, and Johnny said to me, um, he's like, He's, I think because I was living off on a high and I, I'm trying to grow my brand and like do my social media thing. And I was like so confused. And I was talking to Johnny. I was like, yo, man, like, why, why is it like, why, why am I taking off like you two? And Johnny and Johnny gave me a good point. He's like, you guys remember this, bro? I've been doing this for like nine years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, you're, you're still uh, coming off on the shock of our, uh, what do you call it, our transition challenge. And you're hoping for more, but not doing enough, you know? So, and I was like, you know, you're, you're, you're right. You know, that you're right. You've been doing this for ages. And, and, I, and I always say that to myself, like I'd, I'd sit and whine a lot sometimes um, when I get stressed out about stuff and about content. But, and at the same time, I'm not spitting out a single damn thing. So I'm like, just watching and enjoying. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. but. That, I'm glad that, you brought that up, bro. Like yeah. I yeah, because and good on Johnny for being straight up with you too. I love Johnny. Me and Johnny have some serious, honest talks. I think um that's what I like about the guy. I spend a lot of time with him. So he's he's good, keeps me on my toes. And 
I mean, <laughs> bro, like anybody could have just gone, oh, don't worry, bro. Like you'll get them so you know, like the stuff yeah. standard. Nah, bro, that your content's on, bro. Like all goods. I don't know why yeah. people aren't what aren't liking it, you know? Yeah. But instead of that, he just goes, brother, like keeping it 100 and just going, nah, actually, bro, like you gotta think about this. Like I've got yeah. <laughs> and that takes a real that's a real one, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. We we check in, check ourselves um, out real like, honestly as well. I think it helps being you know related as well, um, being a little niff and stuff. But I feel like we've established a bit of a good relationship as well. But he's he's real honest. Like I think it was one. He was like, he's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I was just like, delete <laughs> at that point. I was like, and I was like, ah, it is what it is. And uh, I think it, I think is it when you have like a level of creativity that you see each other at, and you know what's a lazy output from each other, like you just call each other out for that. Eh? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, man. You just gotta keep pushing forward and keep keep trying the next one. My person like that is is Regan and and Terrell as well. Yeah, I hit Terrell. Up. Will who does the bakery run is my other guy. That's mm. Uh, he's like nah bro that's that's crap don't do that do this yeah yeah so like i I was very fortunate like that i've stumbled on that but um bro i know what you're talking about though sometimes i think it's that that comparison that all humans have bro like we always comparing each other to each other and sometimes it it can be really detrimental to the work the the content Mm. yeah 100 i think if you got a group of friends that you already know, I think a good group of friends uh, would know that their own content's different and they're not trying to push their own agenda and yours. And they already know what level you can produce your own content in. So they're just trying to hold you to your level that you've expressed to them. And that's what I have with Johnny and Terrell and guys like Philly as well that um, we have in our group that we just try to hold each other to what we've told. You know, if you told me that you want to do that and you're going to be that, I'm going to hold you to that, you know, like, then do anything less, you know, like I'll keep you in check if you fall out of line from your own goals that you've, <laughs> that you've yeah. told me about. But, and, and, and it's healthy though. Yeah. Sometimes that can be hard though, when you have mm. a dream and you have a vision and mm. then you're like, cool, this is what I want it to be. And then when you mm. make it, you just realize, oh man, this is going to be harder than what I actually thought it was going to be. Mm. And uh, you change things up on the fly and you make things a bit different. And then when someone's like, that's not what you told me at the start. Like, yeah. <laughs> shit changes man you know thing and if it's like the hardest thing is that if you're expecting a reaction from the person you know you're trying to give it for like if i've told you hey tim i'm gonna make a video about uh, anime and i want to want to blow up this building and then i gotta make something different but in my head this is you know you know it's amazing but it's just gonna be a shock to you because like that's not what you told me you're gonna do but at the end of the day the product's still cool but the person that you're that's receiving it's like oh you didn't you, that's not what you told me you're going to do. Like, it's it's not so much of a massive deal, you know, sometimes as well. Like, like when when guys like Johnny keep me in check, like, oh, that's not what you, you said you're going to do or that's not the level um, that you said you're going to do it at. Like, in my head, I'm always just like, oh, okay, I just haven't communicated that to you, you know? Like, I've learned this new skill. I'm trying out this, this new skill. So it doesn't always mean that, you know, the decisions you're making is wrong, you know, when you're doing it on the fly, as if that's a, if that makes sense. Like I do that all the time. Like I literally had that thought just before we jumped on. Like if you're not constantly changing um, or you're not trying something new, then you're still being comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, and not, not everyone's going to know where you are at your life or what you are trying to do in your head. Like, so just go ahead and do it, man. Like 
if you're if you're comfortable but explain it later <laughs> you're gonna have that conversation with that person anyway so just do what you do and then explain it later so that's just my thing um and i, I, I don't want people to be discouraged you know with their own ideas their new ideas that they're coming up with just because they haven't communicated it to other people you know like that that's just how i feel so i think those 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 conversations they they if you're honest with yourself and they're, they're really hard conversations to have with yourself mm. you have to have them right because otherwise you're just going to be pumping out bullshit right, for real man and i think there's a at this point like i at a very very early stage uh when i first started creative um I was fortunate enough to be mentored by like a like the person that actually got me into videoing and like the creative space is a guy named Pat McPhee. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, he runs We Are Indigo as well, um, and We Are Monarchy. But he said to me, I think one meeting we had it was a creative meeting, it was an ideation meeting, and I had like just kept shaking my head throughout the meeting and trying to like talk over people and say <laughs> say my ideas over other people. And he pulled me out, I think at the end of the meeting, he's like, he goes, hey, just remember, man, like when you come into this, like leave your ego out the door. <laughs> and it's like, just be be in this, be in this place, be present that everyone else here is bringing ideas. Like don't bring your ego, bring your ideas, but leave your ego at the door. <laughs> like just your idea isn't, you know, trumping everyone else's. Your idea sits in the same space where everyone else ideas sit as well so so ego was a big thing for me um being able to leave that out before having conversations and i think that's helped heaps when i'm having conversations with people about creativity as well like some people may not you know leave their egos out but i thought it's important that i i'm able to control my own ego in, in most of those uh, conversations so that's it's a, hard it's that's hard it's a skill in itself it's hard identifying what is ego and what is idea like and, and mm. what sorry what is ego and what is passion like you can have an idea and you're so passionate about it that you're like yo man like nah, 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 this will be the this is it but then you know there's there's always like a little a little twinge of of ego in that yeah you, know, you, man. you need to listen to others and yeah. sometimes compromise like and then and then on the flip side of that there's this uh too many chefs in the kitchen type, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah that's it man and that's the other thing as well. I think my Pat wants something. Just if you're gonna start something, you make sure you establish in the group who you, who what you are in the group. If you're the boss, if you're the director, if you're the writer, or you're the one running the show, then you make it clear that you're that person. Otherwise, if you just go in with an idea and no, you know, you don't take a seat somewhere, then you're all just standing around and all trying to sit on that playing musical chairs on who's the director, who's the boss. Like so. One of the skills is being when you're working in for group and collabing is just being able to establish like this is what I'm gonna do in this in this whole project. Like, and that's different. Like that, that's for me from a commercial world too. Right. I've come from that like that side, and that's how you handle things and you know how you take care of some business as well. But it's harder when you come into a space where everyone's just friendly and you know, we're kind of freestyle and you know, and if you if some people get checked on that, and it's like, yo, I'm the boss, you know, I'm I'm gonna, you're not in that very egotistical way, but it's like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Um and i'm going to lead it from here is that okay with everyone and some people may be like oh oh you know like i wanted to one of the most interesting like places to see that kind of human behavior is is like celebrity treasure island <laughs> i want to be completely honest bro. i have not seen one episode of that wow yeah okay. i haven't well, seen any, it yet i mean any like i've any, seen the old ones yeah you know, game, game show, show. 
Yeah. Slash. Oh, bro, so my phone just went off. Um, Johnny unfollowed you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny and Joe and. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Um, nah, but like these people get put into a team without knowing each other. Like um, House Kitchen's another one where mm. you can see people that actually can read like like a group and read a situation. Whereas mm. in, in a corporate business standpoint, you don't need to do that because this guy's a CEO. <laughs> established. Roles yeah, are established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you need to watch it bro, straight up. Now, uh, well, I, think, I think I will at some point. I'm not a TV guy. Wait once a week. I don't even do that for anime. I literally let shows carry on. And then I'll watch because I, I don't have the patience to sit and wait, but it's going to come next episode, think, bro. bro. So I'll be watching. I'll be, I'll be straight. I'll be watching it okay? yeah. every day, every 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 time it pops on. Um, I think they've. Um, it was good that they brought social media people on because P, and I, I really hope that the numbers like project that because TV have got to realize like someone like Johnny and someone like Joe um People see them every day, pretty much. On you know, if you follow them, you'll see their stories. You'll see you follow who, what they do, and you celebrate their wins. And mm. for them to get onto a TV show is a massive win. So every, mm. that's why people go through. Like I only watched it. Like I, I didn't even watch last year's one, and oh well, whenever the last one was. And you know, I've had I had Athena on the show, and yeah. I had to act like I watched it when I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. Damn, I think that was that was amazing. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, "You're a fraud. You're a fraud." Yeah, you've got your screen right next to it. Like, yeah, I'm just watching it right now. Yeah, episode four. <laughs> Reading the summary of the whole episode. Is it true that uh, Sam was a little um, Nah, man, I know you, bro. You you always prepared. You're always prepared. No, nah, but like, uh, yeah, it is a very very interesting cross section of society where mm. you grab a couple of people, you chuck them in a team, and you put mm. a camera on them. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can see the natural leaders. And I honestly think, like, I don't know Johnny, mm. but I know, like, he was, they didn't, like, they didn't really, he was on for a little while. No spoilers there, brother. But, um, mm. but <laughs> when he was on, like, he would like yeah. the screen up, but he wasn't mm. on a lot. Mm. And I was like, damn, guys, I don't want to see, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of overseeing the same five people when you've got 15 people there. But um, yeah, it was really good. anyway. It was really good that they were on. Like I, I really, I, I did enjoy that. Uh, I was stoked. I, I the build up to it, I saw a lot of like you know people talking shit and like who the hell are these people? Like, and it's like great, you must be that one percent of New Zealand that still watches TV and doesn't have a phone or doesn't have Facebook or. Yeah. So it's like man, and if you think about social media and how I feel like that plays a bigger part than what comes on TV. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for me, that's personally, I feel like right now in our day and age, like if you're big on social, your presence is is better. You know what I mean? Like you can act on TV and a hundred, a thousand, a million people see you, but if like a hundred people follow you, then, you know, like then that's like an indication of like, you know, popularity. And like, I feel like if, if like that's what Celebrity Treasure is, it's a popularity treasure island. And I feel like, and Johnny and that are the most popular people on the African show. So, um, if it was, I, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, if it wasn't like a voting thing, yeah, like a, you vote every week, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. they were able to do it from social media, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you'd be in there the whole time. Yeah, like you had to pay 20 cents a text. So I, don't, I don't have people. All the best of us. I don't like 20 that much. <laughs> 20 cents. I can't remember that. 20 cents a text. Man. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, like in, in that situation, you kind of, you kind of will know who, you know, the, who the leaders are and what type of personalities come out real quick, eh? And, He's going to take charge. So I do. I do think that social media is slowly kind of just taking over and and exposing some of, especially ad wise. Like a lot of, the, I think you'll get a lot more from influencing ads than you would from a thirty second thing on Treasure Island for the, the commercials. You know, mm. so, so I, th- I think it's slowly happening, bro, and it's really cool to see. Mm. I'd I'd re- I'd really love to see that those statistics, right? like comparisons on an ad and from one individual person that'll be interesting yeah i did i I was looking i was just like curious one day and i was like i wonder how many like how many seven o'clock views that um shortland street gets yeah i think it ended up being around i think it was around hundred thousand. no yeah I was, what i thought like what in the auckland be? region and <laughs> yeah, the whole of new zealand i thought it would be way more right and then i looked at like then i looked at say like adjust the norms or somebody like that he he he'll get like a million or you know like a terrell like they'll get that in a week easily so yeah it makes you think hey that's crazy but then again the analytics for tv is not very accurate they can yeah. they can up and down that easily because yeah. they do that Nelson box thing, but it's actually not not everybody has it on their screens and yeah. I actually don't know how they measure it, but like if it's a hundred thousand, like just you know, and it's an available set, that's crazy. That's not even close to what like imagine what Johnny does, like you know, like, <laughs> praise him, like Jackson does, like he does it just in their stories, you know. What I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. And we are going oh. You know, let's let's get another um, let's get another comedian that nobody really knows, but let's just put mm. them on our show and see how they go. Yeah, it's it's a uh, bro. I've had this conversation with many people. Like I'm just like far out, man. Just get like get, I reckon, just get five of the best. Get Joe Regan, Johnny mm. Terrell, and somebody else. I don't know. And yeah. then just go okay. Make you've got to make six skits every every week. Mm. And they need to be X amount of time and, and you need to do that 10 times and that's a season. And we'll it's crazy you. though, right? Like if you're looking at it from that perspective and you always think about, you know, it becomes a branding thing as well, who your audience is, you know what I mean? If you think of Johnny Terrell, Joe Danon, what's the first thing that you notice about them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all brown, right? They're all poly boys. And, and New Zealand's made up of like this, you know, it's a big, you know, diverse group with like diverse uh, group as well. So when you're trying to reach a, a massive amount of audience, you're trying to bring on other people as well. You know what I mean? Like, and the people that actually hold that money, you know, to make these shows, they probably don't even know who like, cause you know, they have their, or it becomes like a kind of favoritism too. And, you know, I like this person. I know this person He's being on TV, therefore they're bigger. And, you know, this person's big on social, but doesn't mix and mingle with celebrities that this person does, you know, but then it, you know, they get the wrong idea of reach as well. So I think, and, 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 and leaning into the, the whole uh, influencing type um, advertising, 
you've mm. kind of been a bit of a pioneer there, bro. Like, um, <laughs> the Lift Plus stuff was amazing. How did that come across? How did, That's Lift crazy. Plus, did they did they approach you? Or? Yeah, man. I go back with Lift Plus a long time ago, like probably when I first started, literally first started taking photos, and um, they had just rebranded to an adventure um, type of like you know organization as well, and. And, you know, I still do a whole lot of hiking with Philly and everyone. And at the time I was just getting contra, I was just getting sent, you know, um, you know, cans and, you know, drinks on the, on a monthly, uh, same with Philly and that. Um, but then as the months went on, um, they started having paid gigs and they're like, Hey, would you, would you like help? You know? And I was only like, like 800 bucks you'd get. And you're like, Hey, can you make like one video, two photos? And I was like, yo, yo, sweet, sweet, easy, easy. That, that's, that's dope. And I feel like my strength was just around making the content. I was never really the in front of camera person, but lucky enough, I had a crew with Fili and Wasi. And we always went on our hikes at those times. And we were all like under the Live Plus umbrella. But then they rebranded again. Um, I think it was just last year. And at that time, they were, they were rebranding. I was just in the, in the peak of like sort of, you know, of my sort of like, skill sets, you know, and learning how to do commercial stuff. And they asked me, can you make something a little bit bigger for us? And can you make a four part? Oh, we got a budget. Can you tell us like what you think? That's what I loved about Live Plus as well. They came to me with a budget. And I was like, what do you think would work? And who can you get? And, you know, to make this idea work. And I was like, ah, oh, I feel like, you know, we talked about the old school Live Plus and how, how I thought personally that was a genius, you know, I thought those guys are, gold and they're very iconic you're right you think about iconic and i feel like everyone would hate Lid plus now because because you they let go of the you know that particular branding and i think they're trying to get back into it now um that commit comedic space but so the whole plan was and what i came up with was to try to keep the comedy alive but keep it very kind of different and mellow in a way you know more modernized version of it in a longer form so and i felt like yeah like it was either going to be johnny or terrell like they're the ones that they were going to bring it home for this particular idea. They were the kings of comedy in like that time. And they were spitting out content and for reach rise and relevance to the branding and idea had to be one of those two that did it. So I think worked with Terrell trying to write scripts and trying to write real small ideas, execute it. And, and yeah, we came, came up with those four skits, man. And live plus were just all on board with it, man. They just, that's what I love most about it was a brand that came to us, asked for our opinion and then let us do it, you know, like. Is it real? I've never worked with anyone else that like actually, you know, came with a budget and asked me to like do the whole thing. You know, like I trust you, you know, like, so I think that's been a long-term relationship as well with Live Plus. So, um, but, and that's also just having the connection that I had, which was fortunate enough, you know, so, but it is real, man. Like branding such a touchy thing to be held on. But then again, I feel like they knew I was, I was a safe, safe sort of option in terms of like coming up with skits. I'd never, I'm not extreme with my ideas or like when I'm writing stuff, I always keep it real simple and, you know, get to the punchline real quick and not any, not cross the line. I've never been that ballsy, you know, as well. So I've <laughs> to cross the line on yeah. ideas and getting on social media, especially putting other people in risk. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard balance too. You know, you want to mm. be, you want to be AG, but at the same time, too edgy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another conversation, though. Yeah. So that's a that's a big one. But and then even that, like, how did the Heineken thing happen? 
Ah, uh, bro, that came out, out of lockdown. I I was in lockdown. Just I thought I, you know, enjoy a couple of babies and I'll make a video. But they just reached out and they just said, "Can we send you a box of beers and just say hello on the camera, like for your stories?" I was like, "Yeah, all good." And then I think it's like a month later, like, "Can you what, your thoughts on doing like being an ambassador for us?" And I was like, "I went in, had a chat with them, and I was like." Yeah, yeah, why not? Like, why not? Like, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and uh, although there was like, it was a six month original contract with them about, you know, like creating videos. But as it got towards the end of the contract, they had started to rebrand. Oh. So, and I think uh, I'll openly speak about it now, but I, I didn't exactly wanted to portray myself in the way they rebranding. Uh, okay. It was more of a high end type of, um, uh, yeah. I think I, I don't mind it. Like, it's great. Like, that was great. Like, great that you know they've rebranded and you know the the new look was to be like high-end and create Heineken to this you know top tier sort of like uh, feel of a, a beer and for me personally I was like oh, I could have I could have done that but could you imagine me dressing up and getting all my friends and like a I kind of envision it to be like this white party you know like yeah. it just wasn't me and like, I think one of my ideas are for a barbecue and, you know, my barbecue is just like meat on meat and like it's just chops hey, and sausages. Why haven't I been invited to these? <laughs> Holy oh, hey, yeah. Oh, I'm much. Hey. Yeah, hey. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? No, yeah. I Can you elaborate for me, G? I'm, I'm a little bit lost here. Um, Oh shit! <laughs> I'm in meat on bread. I mean, oh, I'll get you. I'll get you. Oh. <laughs> Eat to the bro. Eat oh to shit, man! You gotta be careful what I say <laughs> on you. You, you dug that, yeah. that hole and you sat in that hole. Nah. It, anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, you know, I wanted to come up with that barbecue. I think one of the requests was, "Ah, oh, can can you do like a fancy barbecue?" <laughs> I was just like. I don't even know what a fancy barbecue is. And I feel like in the direction it was heading, I felt like, ah, oh. so we put a bit of a hold on it so we could come to like the middle ground, but I think it just dragged on a little bit long and six months tipped over and we couldn't really work anything out past that, which was like, which is okay. Like for me, I'm like, yeah, that, that's part of branding. That's part of business. And, and you got to do what you got to do. And that's okay. Like, and for me, like, like I was grateful for that time with them. And I feel like what they were letting me do, like I said that I know your branding is Heineken beer, but my branding is creativity. So anything I make is about creativity and you can kind of can just jump on the boat and follow me on the journey about being creative. And they're like, yeah, sure thing. Make your content. And I was like, cool. So I came up with like three different videos at that point, all around creativity and kind of can supporting me on that journey. So it was cool. That's, that's very, that's very bold of you to do, bro. Like I know a lot of people would have folded, would have been like, sweet, bro. Like, what do we do? Okay. Yeah. Okay, they want tuxedos. Yeah. Let's 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 bring the tuxedos in for the mm. barbecue. <laughs> you know. Mm. Let's let's have best best foods mayo this time. Okay. Mm. Um. The good the good mayo. Um. But you just went like, nah. Actually, brother, this is actually this is what I do, and this is what you brought me here for. Mm. I I have a a big thing around perception as much as I that's very human, I guess. But like, I'm really I I kind of care about how people perceive me. Um, as well, when it comes to that sort of, you know, trying to come across as something that I'm not, or like, I'm not saying that, like, I've never hit a point in career where like, I feel super wealthy enough to like, kind of, you know, rock all the, like the jewelry and rock all like the high end stuff. But like, I'm not going to go out and buy a whole bunch of shit just to rock for a video that, 
you know, and then go live back in my, you know, like small little place of like of my reality that that isn't that. So I just wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. You know, I wasn't prepared to to give up that piece of like of who I was to do something that you know that doesn't represent who I am fully as well. So, but you know, if the if the money was like super huge. And I was able to like come at the back end of this and say that, hey, that's still not me, you know, or that, hey, I can be that person now because the money was huge, you know, <laughs> like then I'd be able to re rethink the whole thing. But yeah, it just it didn't reflect you know, like there was no nothing that came at the end of that that video that would have been made that would have reflected any reality of who I was. So, yeah, it wasn't yeah, it didn't work out, but it was good. It was good while it lasted. And the perception of uh, what do you think the perception of you as a creator is online like, you, you say like are oh, you really kind of worried or not worried but i you know the perception of who i am but mm. like i'd be interested to hear like and i could go off what my one to give you some, some yeah. time to think about yeah i get uh, the pie thing a lot right yeah everyone thinks that i'm the pie guy the perception is i'm just this funny dude that eats pies on on thing right and mm. i'm cool with that because I, I am. I'm a funny dude mm. that likes pies. Right? Mm. But then, like, that's only the half of me. The other half is the podcast where I get to intellectually talk to people around their their loves and their passions and their journey. And that that's actually who I am. But the pie yeah. thing for, well, we shoot for, like, two hours. Uh, you know, like, for that two hours, when, I'm, when we're shooting, that's who I am. And I change that up. But it's like, it's like me turned up. You know, I turn it up yeah. to, like, an 11 yeah yeah so that's and that's what a lot of like i get a lot of people stop me in the street and or stop me at the mall and all they yeah. say is bro you need to try this bakery blah 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 and i you know i that's that's my that's what i've created yeah, yeah. but at times it gets a bit like come on bro like i'm a little bit more like there's a little bit more to me than that but they mm. figure that out once they if i didn't have this podcast they wouldn't figure it out yeah but so so what what's yours do you reckon bro like what people think of me i don't and that's the difference thing that's the difference bro like i don't i don't have an in front of camera presence mm. i i actually don't like i actually don't and that's been one of my goals in the last four months and i don't know if you've noticed that um how many people have but i actually like i started my first two years of my social media i've kind of like like brought it down a bit just going to archive a few of that stuff but if you look back in my photos not one of those photos were me like Everyone just knew me as a photographer, associated the name Franz Liu uh, with photography, but there was no face to it. You know what I mean? There's, I don't, I wasn't a talent. You know what I mean? I was, I wasn't a talent. I was more of a, the, the creator and the creative sort of genius behind it. Like I, I never learned to be the talent in my own uh, sort of content. One, because there's a certain way I like to film and there's no one else that can film it for me. So I've had to kind of fall back, bite some bullets and just understand that, okay, if I can't, you know, if no one can shoot for me to do the content I had, I'll shoot and create and edit, but I just have to bring in the talent, you know what I mean? To, to execute the idea that's in my head. Cause that's, that was a priority execute the idea that's in my head. Um, so, so yes, but I'm, I'm learning now, like through Johnny and Terrell that, you know, tripod and people don't really care sometimes for content you know, like how it actually films. So sometimes I like, I, 
I, I just have it on the tripod now and try to learn different ways, which is why I'm trying to learn different like skill sets to try to bring more edge into the, the, the content, you know, so it makes it look more interactive and, you know, but, you know, it is what it is, man. Like you learn things as well. Like it's not always how you film. It's always, you know, like the content itself and what you're trying to, to put across that makes it more relatable and fun, you know? Yeah. My perspective, man, of you is you're an extremely creative dude. And then, mm. like, I, I, yeah, I get where you're going with this in terms of like being in front, being being the talent in front, mm. and, and I'm like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get stopped on the streets. Like, that's that's sort of thing. Like, if people are like perceiving me who I have just conversations with social media, it's just I love your work, I love your creativity. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if I go out on the streets, like, ain't nobody gonna stop me. You know what I mean? Like, they probably wouldn't understand who the six foot four pigeon is walking around. Like, like <laughs> they like I didn't realize like you know, who you were. I don't even know who you are. So. And some, like, if some people do, they'll just know me as the transition guy, you know, like yeah. through, yeah, and that, that'll be it. And, and that would be the, that would be the, like, that thing would be the one thing that a lot of people would kind of go, oh, you're the dude that dude. You, you, <laughs> you got to go with, fucking cream Johnny from Johnny and Terrell. And, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, yeah, I think that that's very, and that's a, that's a huge part of your journey, bro. Like, yeah, I think really, it's a big turnaround point. I think it was a big turnaround yeah. point. Was that for you? Uh, yeah, I think um, in terms of following wise, yeah, that was, it was massive. I think you wouldn't believe it, man. From that transition thing, that's when I got introduced to more of the commercial world from doing that. Wow. People are like, oh, I've seen your, your edits. Like, I'd love you to do something for me. Is that okay? And I'm like, cool. Like, I went with Johnny to film Kai. Kai, Kai cut a France for one of Johnny's videos. And then Kai put me onto his team. And his team put me onto Izzy, and that's that's how the story went, man. And I kind of got fell in love with the whole uh, combat fighting sport and the commercial world, and got you know things just opened up. Yeah, just everything just opened up because yeah, engage as well, working with them right now. So just crazy, man. It's crazy what what can happen with just you know stepping out of your comfort zone at that point. I literally made the conscious decision, like you know what, I'm gonna do something different and get in front of the camera and talk about, you know, like try something different that other than take photos of amazing scenery in New Zealand. So <laughs> that's when everything changed. Round for round, bro. Round for round. You need to give us an honest opinion, bro. Who won? Who won? Ah, look, it's the honest, bro. Like hands down, Johnny. Like you weren't going to win if you weren't, a, and if you weren't going to be aggressive. And there's one skill that I didn't learn until round three was the magic behind it. And then Johnny told me, he's like, you need to learn a mix music. <laughs> like oh, right. I just, I was like, ah, that makes sense. Like, you know, like I was like at that point, Johnny goes, mix your own. That's when I was like, wait, what? Like, that's when it threw me off because I was like, oh, Johnny, make a beat and we'll just use it. And it, and it was like, nah, make everyone make their own beats with their favorite artists. And I was like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. And then I didn't realize. And Johnny told me like, have you ever think about dancing choreo for the mixing? I was like, oh, yo, you're so right. And I couldn't dance either. So Johnny just had the full package, you know, and he I've was not a, scared to go. <laughs> bro, I, I've got to, I've got to disagree with you, brother. Okay. What? My opinion on who won the transition challenge, bro, was yeah. Usgang. <laughs> <laughs> Usgang won, Jake. Bro, that guy's out the gate, man. He is, he is he's a genius, bro. That Usgang, first one, yeah. If you're listening to this, Usgang, you, you, you won my heart. Over. You won. You, you won it when, when you put them on Pornhub. That was. 
Oh, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's I was like, church. I was like, bro, I'm not resharing this one. <laughs> <laughs> my church pastor will be after me once I put this up. Gosh. Oh, no, my dad's a minister too. So, like, I was just like, holy shit, when I saw that. I was oh, just. Man. I was cracking up. That was I, funny. Bro, I jumped. I don't know if you, you probably didn't know me then, but I was like yeah. hanging or well, like talking with Terrell and stuff, and it yeah. happened. And I did one, bro. I don't know if you remember the one that I did, bro. I didn't I really was. do it. It was yeah. like Terrell when he did it, and then it turned into the um the Princess of Tonga, bro. Right? I gotta see this. One. I may have seen it. Yeah, I may have seen it. Was, it. Like before anybody knew who I was, I was like, yeah, let's get Terrell on this one. He does, he does the, the pink thing and then it comes yeah. up and then it's the Princess the of Prince Tonga. Of Tonga. <laughs> and then um yeah, and it was Tonga Language Week when it happened. So I was like, oh yes, relevant. Double, double hit on that one. That's it. You're on the money with that yeah. one. Bro, nice. well, so like that's been really crazy, bro. That that um being introduced to um like the combat sport and and ckb boys and stuff like that like you mm. did the, the the my protein thing right with uh Izzy. yeah with and that being because that was like i, I I've, I've seen an interview and it was mm. like they just told you exactly what to do and what to use what is, yeah. was that a bit of like oh man let me get my own like spin on this or nah you just nah like, man i gotta be honest but when you you they came with an idea as well my protein and i was working for crew there um which made it a lot easier but my protein had their own idea. They just had questions, but they just wanted Izzy to be Izzy. And it's not like you can tell Izzy say this particular thing. They just wanted Izzy to just repeat back. Oh, it's all Izzy's words that he said before. Um, so they just asked, like, oh, you said this. Can you just answer it, you know, with that answer that you've given us um, based on that last interview? He'd say it, but he'd also, like, put his own spin to it. And it was always more natural when Izzy's just Izzy as well. So that was cool. That was cool. It was um, my first time meeting the guy as well. So... He's a genuine dude, man. He's, he's a good, good fella. Guy, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, how I said before, you know, when people are like, oh, yeah, you're the pie guy. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's me. And then it gets a bit training sometimes. And like, Where's pie? <laughs> yeah. Until he said it. And I was like, yes, I am the pie guy. <laughs> like, yes, I see, that's me. I'm the pie guy. Yeah. Yes. Where's the bakery? Tell me. Let's get you on episode. And he's like, nah, it's all good. <laughs> he was like, nah, it, nah, nah. It's, it's cool. I, I like that feeling. I like it when you, when people, you know, you don't expect, like actually like right. senior it's like it's kind of like yo my the reach is getting out and i like it's cool you know like everyone's just doing it for clout but it's cool when cool clout comes your way or like good attention comes your way yeah. it's like oh that's cool i love it that you appreciate it unintentionally too unintentionally like, yeah. yeah you're not like hey man did you check my stuff are you just like yeah. they come out they mm. come at you with it and mm. i'm like damn yes like, yes, actually, yeah, I did do that, like, yeah. yeah, and it starts a whole new like revival of appreciation, right? Like, because then when you go back out in the public, and everyone's like, You're the pocket, I'm like, Yes, <laughs> yes, I am, yeah. <laughs> until it gets training again, and like, yeah. <laughs> but it does motivate you, it motivates you to yeah. go, Cool, let's go, it's getting to certain, it's avenues. getting, yes, so I just gotta yeah. keep going and I gotta keep yeah. pushing. You'd be, you'd be surprised, bro. It's probably reached so many people that you probably don't know, you yeah. know, if you knew at the time, you would have made. A move you know if you had known who it actually reached imagine if you knew like you got your statistics back and you know like tier wise like blue ticks and everything who had actually reached and who shared it in that point they'd be like yo <laughs> yeah, it's move crazy. let's go yeah it's yeah, really it's like yeah you don't you really don't realize it until somebody like you see numbers but yeah you know, like numbers are numbers you don't know if they're true or you don't know like oh maybe that's you know some you don't know who it is, but then when people reach out and they go, 
bro, when you said this and this, it was so funny. And I was like, what? Like, I mm. didn't even know, like, even the podcast, because I mean, they're only they're, they're an hour long. So I'm like, yeah. not everybody's going to listen to the whole thing. But yeah. I have people that go, you know, what was really cool is when you asked this person that. Yeah. I always wondered that. And um, yeah. Like, damn, I just really like cool. your pod. It's always the part where it's just your researching. I don't know where, like, like how often you put, like, how long it takes you to research and find something on about someone, like, uh, on a. Not like, long. Like, honestly, bro, like, like, honestly, bro, like, who in the hell, like, gave you Mr. Bo? Like, where did you even get that? Well, I know like, I don't even that. know anyone that you would know would know Mr. Bo. That's the thing. I'm like, that's what baffles me sometimes. Like, yeah, I, like, sometimes when I see you talking to other people, like, yeah, I get the connect. I can feel like you can make a connection and get some of the answers. But, like, sometimes it's like, nah, there's, there's no one you would know. Like, I don't, like, even our mutual friends, like, you, they don't know. Johnny doesn't know. Terrell doesn't know. Philly doesn't know. Like, not even any of my close friends here in Auckland. No, not even even a potty door would know. That's why I'm just like, I feel like they wouldn't know. But come on, man. Like, you know, it is, it's, it's just, it's just that, listen, I appreciate people's time. I'm just, I'm just a dude in South Auckland <laughs> and people give me their time. The least I can do, the least I can do is come up and try and find something somewhere. Your name yeah. is actually really hard to find because you know, <laughs> a lot of people don't want to put their many A's and they're like, you know? <laughs> Bro, that is the worst part of my life is my last name, people. That's why, I, if you think about it, that's why I have Liu. I just cannot be bothered trying to tell people Liwa, like how to- Liwana is not that hard to say. Thank you, thank you. I've, Thank you. Uh, trust mate. me. If people can say Adisonia, <laughs> they can, you know. People can... want to say Adisonia. People well, <laughs> don't want to be saying Lee Banana, Lee Marijuana. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've, been, yo, I've been practicing his full name. Oh, uh, nice. I've been what? practicing as his full name. What? Does he have a middle name? Yeah, his middle name. He's got so many, bro. Oh, yo. So when it, when, when, yo, that... hit me, hit me. Oh, no, I can't hit you right now. It's embarrassing. Man. I might get it wrong, <laughs> and then he'll watch it, and he'll be like, "This guy's murdering my name." I know that it's Israel. Um, Mabulaje is his first middle name. He's got another one that's like um, Kawamba, uh, and I'm like, "Bro, it's it's long, bro. It's long." I'm getting there. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And then it's. I and then, I you know, just like, saying, yeah. did you know that like the UFC were telling all of the media people to call him Adesanya? Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, and then um, one of them, oh, um, Ariel Harani was the only one that was like, say his full name. Yeah, and then, yeah, he was like, when he got rid of them, they were like, yeah, he told me to say, they were telling me to say it like that when it wasn't actually. Mm. It's crazy. I love his name, bro. It's the meanest. It's like, I'll diss on you. Like, I diss oh, on you. Bro, I think one of his best mates, Hike, like, said something about, like, when you break his last name down, it means, part of it means king. Yeah, yeah. It means, like, um, it's, like, destined for, destined for, for. That's the, so for crazy, it's, right? Yeah, that's just, that's a cool story, exactly. man. That's me getting prepared, bro. See, <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, you should I see, see my notes, bro. One day I'll show you my notes. It's See, that, I like, like that. I because I knew that I knew that I'll have you one day on this body. So oh, I'll put your name in the notes. I'll, <laughs> I'll something will pop up. I'll read yeah. something. I'll hear something. I'll write it in. Write it in. Mm. Write it in. Yeah. Oh so, man. Anyway, bro, we'll get to the quick fires. Um, Let's go. Bro, where's the best pie in Potty Door, bro? <laughs> in Cannon Street, I, bro. I, I, to be honest, bro, I'd, I'd always get my pies from Mungavin. Like, 
Uh, <laughs> why are you biting your lip like that? That's the only place I went to get a pie. To be okay. honest, too, I was a I was a poor ass kid too, and if I had money, I'd go there and I get okay. a piece of fried chicken and I get it from there too. From the chicken shack, yeah, yeah, chicken shack, yep. And I get I'm right next door. There's other uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, bakery. So I went next door. I can't remember the name of it, but and but if I was broke, I'd go to like my Astrolab shops and get like those dollar Irvine pies that were expired. Like that was the only thing yeah. I could afford, bro. But if I did, I'd always go to Mongavin bro, and get my pies. And we did an episode at Mongavin, bro. Yeah, okay. you said a shit. You said well, you even rated the chicken. Was that you? Or was it just no, no, no. That was, that was, that was just a known. That was uh, that was pink pineapple. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, it's coming up. It's coming up really, really. Uh, I think in we've got three more episodes left, so it'll be in a, another month. So. Oh man, I haven't had a yeah, I've had a pie from Mongavin in like seven years. <laughs> seven years ago, the pie would have been good. The, like, yeah, that's I, probably what it is. Bro. They've changed <laughs> ownership. That's all you always get. They've changed ownerships. <laughs> That's not the same ones. <laughs> it's facts, though. It's oh, facts. It is, bro. It's crazy. What's what's the? And I know that you know you're you're a healthy bro, but what's the be you know uh, hiking wise? What's the most rewarding hike that you've been on, bro? Oh, fuck. Uh, I'd say first one would be the first one I've done in uh It Would be the first one, my most memorable one. That's why. When's not the best one, but before just before lockdown. Not what to Tafaranui. Nah, to to for like, nah, just before lockdown. Oh man, yeah, I I try to go weekly, man. What's weekly. the longest you've done? Uh, Tongariro, seven hours, I think. It was yeah. seven hours. Yeah, I'm the seven. kind of guy that's like, bro, I can't, I don't know, bro. What do you like? Educate me here. You know, you're walking around, you see things. Is it just nature, bro? You just you just breathe. Is that what it is, or is it like you seeing? Yeah. Are you a bird watcher? You're looking at the at the at the trees. Yeah. I don't know. It's different, man. Like everyone does their thing. I if you actually go on a hike, like you'll ask anyone, eighty percent of the time you ain't looking around. You're looking down, like because you're trying to not fall over. So you're looking down. But the moment you stop and you realize that you're in the middle of nowhere and there's no one else around, that's just like I think I'm at that age now. I just love my space and time and just you know enjoying a bit of something that's a little pretty you know without that's not man-made you know like there's like a sunset would do me man like just for fireball sitting there and drinking watching a sunset like yo that that's me revived for the week ready to go so just draw energy from that eh? like it's not so much the i fucking hate walking excuse my language i hate walking man like i hate walking for eight hours but if i can find a spot as soon as that hike it just looks dope and i can just chill that does it for me man so yeah, I was past rugby. Like once, once you're over rugby and you realize there's more time on your hands that you can go and enjoy all these other stuff. Like it's different. It hits different. I gotta take you out on one uh, one time. So, sure, I got it. Sure. I'll drag you out, boy. I'll drag you out. Sure, my G. Yeah. I got you. We'll go. We'll go to the door, right? We'll 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 hike for the door. Let's go. <laughs> Bro, what's your favorite kill streak, G? What do you mean favorite I'm kill streak? Um. So I know but, you get down with the COD, but like, you get down with the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I was like, I, I want to say one, but Johnny and they're probably like, you ain't never got the, uh, that oh, far to even like fucking music. Like <laughs> probably when I was playing the, like the bots <laughs> and they probably got to <laughs> I got to use that kill streak. Oh, fuck. I can't remember the names of them, but um, fuck. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, what about I, your loadout, bro? What's your loadout looking like? I but don't know. I actually don't know. I haven't touched COD in two months because of my freaking there's a bug that's happening right now that can't be fixed on my computer oh. uh maybe you can help with it later that'd be good no. <laughs> nah so every every time you take a shot no nah, every so every every time you take a shot it just glitches it crashes so every time you shoot you pause for like i think it's like 30 seconds and then you come back into the game Damn. and yeah i've fucking started my computer restored everything and it's like a known thing just there's, they haven't released a patch that can fix it or I thought, oh yeah, I don't know it, but my, my COD chat's going off as like at 700 messages right now. Just, I haven't been able to join, man. Kind of sad and <laughs> probably been good. Been good. Two months as off it has been pretty good, to be honest. Like, it was your getting... jam that way. Bro, do you play yeah. Warzone or is it just like... Fuck Warzone. Um, I'd never play Warzone again. Ask Johnny, the first time I played Warzone, a dude literally belittled me and made me feel bad. He swore at me, like, literally within the first minute. I didn't realize, like, it was a three-on-three, three, and I didn't realize that you could... I, I went in with Johnny thinking that it was just two-on-two, two, but there was a third dude in our party just screaming at me. He's like, pick the fucking medic, medkit up. Oh. And he's like, oh, you're so stupid. I'm just, like, panicking in my seat, and I realized later I just quit, jumped out, and Johnny's like, what'd you do? Like, I ain't taking that shit, bro. <laughs> and i realized like yo that place is savage like, yeah i just mute, i mute everybody i don't even care oh I'm bro. just like a mute old guy <laughs> bro, it's probably a good though you're good though yeah. and i like i never played it again i think i tried it one more time with the mid mind terry and and johnny so it was like three or three i was like cool but he was good like he was like a pro at it so he'd guide us through the whole thing and tell us what buttons and was real patient so that was real <laughs> that was real yeah when you're in a team of people that you actually know and yeah it's, it's fun so much fun that's why i play i only play because there's people there i know so it's fun so trash boys now? my boys yeah uh my i thought you meant like my boys johnny and Tor- no, 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 your boys, your sons. <laughs> yeah my son my eldest is four five in january and lucas is two two and a half now Bro, you wait yeah. till they get old, bro. Okay. And then you get them in your squad, bro. Right up. It is the most funnest thing you'll ever do. Yeah. Me and my son uh, play zombies. My son's 10. And I know that there's a limit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't report me, guys. I'm a bad dad. Oh, I know. But bro, I, it is the most fun thing to do until they start getting really good at the game. Well, that's the thing. Like, the kids, I've heard kids are always better. Bro, my nine year old is on like Prestige 4. And I'm like, what the heck? And he plays it the same amount of time as me. Like, it's not like he's on oh, it man. all the time. Like, me and him play together. What is it you reckon? Team. Like, why, why do you reckon kids get so good at it? Is it because they're, they're sponges right now and they're like, they're limited space in their head? Oh, not limited, but there's just too much room for your feeling. Maybe. Up. But I don't know. Like, from what I know and from my little nephews that are like 10, 11, they're freaking good. Like, they're good, good. Like, <laughs> And it's just annoying. Like I thought I was, I yeah, I always say I'm good, but then I realized they come yeah. someone else and like it schools me. And I'm like, I'm done. And then I look at like what he's been doing. I'm like, how the heck are you up here? And we played the same amount of time and you're here and I'm down here. I don't understand this. And then I play and he's like, like player of the game. Game like, winning. He's finishing on top. Eliminations and I've got like 10. And I'm like, ratio is a better like. <laughs> He's like one of those dudes anyway, and it sucks, and I hate. And then I say, let's step outside then, race. <laughs> race to the letterbox and bet. Let's go. And yeah. then, then, then I lose, and I'm like, all right. 
boxing gloves. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't lie. At the end of that, it's like, all right, buy your own food. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying rent. <laughs> you want to go oh, to school? Man. You can walk. It's uh, case, but you'll be fine. Nah. But Enjoy yeah, it's, it's, bro. No, nah, but no, no, no lies, bro. Because um, I I got an extra I- Xbox, so I was like, okay, we'll put it in your room. We'll set you up. And then we, we were just jamming against each other. And then I was like, damn, you're pretty good. And then we jumped into the zombies. And then the yeah. zombies was like, you know, we worked together. So that was cool. And then he's like, oh, I've been, can we play the multiplayer? Yeah, sure. And then, right. But it's really cool. It's a cool, like, father-son thing to do. Is he, like, all good of the zombies? Like, Yeah, bro. He's like, he's like 10, 11. Oh, right. He's 9 turning 10, I should say. I play in the dark and I play it once and I never play it again. Like I the jumpy guy, fuck honestly, like I can't do it. Uh, like shit. scary, bro. When I used to Twitch stream, bro, mm. that used to be because that was my journey before I started doing it. Are you not doing it anymore? Uh, nah, it's just too too much work on top. It's just oh, you have to be consistent, bro. Like, bro, you have to. That's you what have it to was. Be on every yeah. night, and I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, I used to do it like for th- yeah. three years, I'll do it, but it just got too much but anyway i played this game bro and honestly and i'd have like if you donated it would like scare me yeah bro i'll show you this clip one time bro and yeah. someone like you could choose what clip to scare me with and it was yeah. the john cena like john cena <laughs> and bro i jumped at, like yeah it was Oh. <laughs> yeah but anyway brother um what's the go-to what's the what's the um is it burger king mcdonald's where are we going with this one what, what eating place yeah like fast food or yeah what's your go-to fast food should be the answer ah uh, sneaky snack bro oh, <laughs> what do you mean like a... yes bro i uh, that is hands down something amazing for those that do not know what it is bro can you explain to people what, what sneaky snack is? oh bro it's like a glazed donut but i think it's just like they got these little cr- crunchy little onions inside as well but the the meat patties are insane they got like cheese in it too i think the guys like cooked some chip put some cheese in there like so when you do take a big bite it's like majorly juicy 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 bro it's it's so good i can't even describe it man i get at least like three burgers from there i i spend my money in there man like i get paid to like i i get paid and then i go straight to sneaky snack and just like just eat bro that place is amazing yeah yeah it's good it's good I'm without a doubt. Um, have you been to Jack's Burgers, bro? Jack's Burgers, no. me and Terrell went to Jack's Burgers, bro. Where's that? It's, it's in Botany. Oh, <laughs> Botany Junction. It's we worth it? Yeah, bro. It's worth the travel? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Well, Terrell was like, yeah, bro, come out. And I was like, okay. And then it's it's worth it. Yeah. It's cool going Jack's to Terrell's places because it gets free stuff. So. He's like, oh man. No, no, no. I'm just doing, uh, I'm just doing a story and a thing uh, post about it. Yeah. And I'll post about it later. It's easy. It's easy. Oh man. I'm gonna hang out with those guys just to eat now. All right, so, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm the other dude buddy. too, bro. When I go to bakeries, bro, that I've already been to, bro. Oh, bro. I, like I, I messaged you that one time and we went to like, I can't remember where it was. Like out in the middle of nowhere, buy yeah. some pies, and the lady referenced you for like, they're like she was like, yeah, we've been voted, but also like we've been on like uh, bakery runs, 
And I was like, did you just run? I was just like, that's when I know, like, nah, this guy's oh, made it. Like, that place if you're, is good, though. That, that's uh, Lee Baker and Tito, eh? Yeah, Tito, that's it. And that's when I knew, like, okay, if you're a bakery and you want to be, like, on top of your game, and you know you're in if, you, if you've just referenced, like, bakery run since so. That's when I was like, oh. Create, I need to do, like, a, uh, like a plaque. And certified, it, certified, yeah. yeah. Send it out to all the fives, or the tens, sorry. Here yeah. you go, 10, boom. Because that place is steak and cheese is on. Yeah, I had three pies from there that day. Yeah. That was, was good. It was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're really good out there. Yeah, but that was crack up. Yeah, it is the bro. Like, and I don't, and there's sometimes I feel really, I'm like, no, you guys are fine. I'll pay for my own stuff. <laughs> I'm coming with you next time. <laughs> I had a meeting one time out in, uh, in town, and I told the person that I was meeting, I was like, yo, just meet me at this place. And it was a big, it was uh, the bakery, Kingsland yeah. Bakery. Baker's yeah. Cottage, and um, I was like, choose whatever you want, man. <laughs> oh. I was like, whatever you want, bro, on me, brother. And then I go and sit down, and then I was like, oh, is the manager here? <laughs> oh, is the manager oh. around? Uh, can I see here for a second? Oh, bro. Uh, bro. That's the status to be in, bro. Have whatever you want. Oh, bro. Take, yeah. take your boys out and be like, help yourselves. Just one pie. Yeah, just one. <laughs> Don't go too hard out. But no, nah, yeah. bro, it's been yeah, it's been a it's been pretty cool, bro. Like to, yeah. to grow something from nothing, and that's why yeah. like I admire like uh, you seeing your seeing your growth and and your um your work rate and what you're doing, bro, is inspiring, brother. Mm-hmm. Still trying, man. Still trying. Not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. But we're still trying. So, bro, thank you so much for your time, bro. And and uh, if people want to find you, bro, where can they find you? Instagram, man. I think that's where I've established myself. Uh, just Franz.Liu on Instagram. Uh, that's where it is. That's it, bro. Thank you, eh? Thank you, brother. I appreciate if, you. Appreciate your time. Me, appreciate bro, your work. If you need me for anything, like, you know, like talents wise. <laughs> hey, yo, let's go. You know, let's let me go. know, bro. Let's, let's collab. <laughs> <laughs> got it, bro. We got it. No, that's uh, straight bro, up, bro. Thanks. Care, we got brother. it. Take care.